we are in a whole new year and I'm not even going to go into the whole, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's a whole new year, blah, blah, blah. We all know it's 2022. So let's just see how this year shakes out. It's three days away from Valentine's Day and I'm coming back in the month of love. Makes sense because this podcast is all about loving yourself. Do y'all celebrate the holiday? Is it really like a holiday? I feel like candy companies definitely are behind this holiday as well as a few others. I really only love the adorable Target decor and the Brock's Valentine's hearts. The regular though, in the pink bag, not the tropical fruit kind or whatever. You can keep that, but like, yeah, and of course chocolate. But your girl won't say no to a gift, especially if it's jewelry or something on the wish list. (laughs) Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first episode, hello and welcome. I'm Lola and I'm so glad you're here. I hate trendy names like Boss Babe, That Girl, whatever, whatever. It's way too many trend names and all that other stuff nowadays, but nevertheless, the kind of life I'm trying to live according to the internet is called being that girl. Now I know like You know, there's people that don't really like that term or they feel like it spreads like the wrong, I don't know, message as far as like positivity or whatever. Like, obviously, you don't have to wake up at like five, six, seven a.m., whatever. I wake up at seven because I have kids for one. So like (laughs) sleep was gone years ago. And for two, like seven o'clock is a decent enough time for me to get up, do some stuff for me get breakfast going, and then, you know, wake the kids up. So you don't have to wake up bright and early to, you know, be that girl or whatever. You just need to make sure that you're waking up in time enough to basically get everything that you need to get done or get everything that you want to get done. So I really feel like trend names and all that stuff, it kind of, you got to take it with a grain of salt you use it for what works for you. You don't have to use it for, you know, what works for everybody else or how everybody else is doing it. But that particular aesthetic is what I'm going for. Okay, moving right along. A lot of these trendy names are just like the hype, you know, obviously those that actually want to do the work to live that aesthetic here we go. Every other year, it's like you're setting resolutions, making promises to yourself on Facebook. I'm not doing any of that this year. It's usually like, I'm going to be, this is going to be my year. And we've seen in the last like two to three years running now, it ain't been nobody's year really. Yes, there's definitely been some triumphs and wins, but let me tell you, the world has definitely seen some failures. Between a pandemic and all these weird TikTok challenges kids are doing now and just all the craziness that's been flowing through the world in the last few years, I feel like it's just been a hot mess. So for 2022, I'm not going to be out here setting these resolutions, giving myself specific dates to do things by because I know good and well I'm not going to do it. I learned a lot about myself this past year. Well, 2021, I learned a lot about myself. I also learned that I have to stop pointing the blame when things don't go my way if I haven't done, you know, everything 
and all the things in order to get what I want. Because when I really look back and think about it, there's a lot of times where I did not do everything that I could have done to, you know, get somewhere that I wanted to be. So some of the time, you know, I had a pity party for myself, which clearly helps nothing. So instead of pointing the blame and setting resolutions, I'm not going to follow through on. I'm writing down the things that I want to accomplish this year, creating my vision boards on Pinterest and in my planner, and I'm going to work towards those things this year. I feel like we put a lot more pressure on ourselves also when we focus super hard on the word resolutions, like because everyone's like, well, it's a New Year's resolution, so I have to do it. I already said I would. I told everybody. And then after that, it kind of becomes a chore because it's sort of expected in a way because you've already said it and you've already run your trap about it 400 times. And you said you were going to the gym to get that gym membership. So now you have to do it. And now it just becomes one more thing that's a chore or on your to do list rather than something that you want, you know, to do to help change or better your life. I took time to reflect. I found some new books, I put together a new daily routine, and I plan on holding myself to it to see how I do. If I want to become that girl this year, then the excuses and BS gotta go, which means no more staying up hella late just because the hubby is still awake, or playing around and procrastinating scrolling on my phone in the mornings before I peel myself out of bed for the day. I don't want to hate mornings or Mondays. I don't know why that became like such a norm thing, like, Ugh, I have to wake up again. There's a new week again. Like your life is definitely going to be much more intolerable if you look at everything as a chore rather than a blessing or a chance for a new start. I think hating Mondays really just comes from like the nine to five grind. Like when I think about it, because people having to get up and go to jobs that they either hate or they love the job, but can't stand the coworkers or their boss is a nightmare, like whatever it is. Maybe you're a stay-at-home parent who can't tell days from nights anymore from sleep deprivation. Maybe you're caring for a sick or elderly family member or friend, and the days and times are just blurring together. But whatever it is, hating Mondays is like a worldwide known phenomenon, like t-shirts, mugs, the whole shebang, all collectively hating one day in a week. Like, But I want to love Mondays just like I love every other day of the week. I want to love my life and do those things but you got to change your attitude about your life in general, you know, if you want to be in a more positive mindset. Do you love reading but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. 
Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. I took the month of January just to reboot. I did the annoying thing that they tell you to do with your computer, you know, turn it off, turn it back on, so to speak. I hit the reset button because honestly, shit was getting chaotic, especially in my brain. My ADHD was on 100 and I was feeling so overwhelmed and exhausted. I couldn't get anything done fully. My household things got done, but they were done like so sporadically. I felt like a robot, just kind of going with the notions, you know? My business was just kind of hanging in there. My blog was like non-existent. I have a stack of books I need to start and finish reading, an online class I have to finish taking. My social media was a smorgasbord of everything, and the podcast needed work too. But I just couldn't get my mind right. Like, the more I tried to fix things, the more chaotic things became in my mind. <laughs> like, when you try and wipe glitter off of a table, even though, you know, you have a wet rag, you kept it all in a neat pile right underneath that rag, you somehow still get glitter all over the palm of your hand. And the more you try and get rid of it, the more glitter appears everywhere. Yeah, that was my brain. A billion tabs open, and I don't know where the music's coming from. Anxiety was a real bitch for me. So I decided I needed a redo, a refresh, so to speak. And what better time to do that than the beginning of a new year? So I'm doing a few things to change my habits for good. If I want to change, grow, and be better, then I have to be the one to make those changes. So starting a better and healthier routine is what I plan on doing. The pandemic as a whole, from start to finish, just demolished any sort of schedule I had at one point. With no one like going into work, my kids in and out of digital learning days, and everything else happening in the mix, it's a wonder many of us aren't in straight jackets. <laughs> so I've been doing some research, reading up on like ways to change my routine, There's one book I started reading um, at the very beginning of the year. It's Atomic Habits by James Clear. I just started it, so I can't say, you know, that it's the most amazing book ever or that it's changed anything because literally I just started. The introduction has been interesting, and now I'm about to get into, like, chapter one. So when I finish the book, I'll share it to see if anything has helped me or changed or whatever. But aside from that, Clearly, a routine is necessary. Like, it's real childish to me when adults don't want to follow any sort of schedule. Like, what do you mean you don't want to follow it? Like, there is this a difference in, like, having a schedule and, you know, doing the stuff that you need to get done on time and being spontaneous? Like, I feel like people put too much on, oh, if I have a schedule. If I schedule things and it's not going to be fun anymore, I can't have fun. Ooh. It's like, no, you can have like a life schedule and still be spontaneous. Like, calm your ass down. Whether you work from home, you're a stay-at-home parent, or you're self-employed, everyone needs some sort of schedule. For me, I thrive much better on a schedule, but lately I've totally fallen off of that, which is why my brain is a mess, I feel. Like, if I don't have some sort of routine my mind and everything is like, girl, what are we doing? One thing I know I'm really trying to get into is drinking more water. I know it always sounds like weird to people that drink water a lot or like don't have a problem drinking water. It always sounds weird when people are like, I don't like the taste of water. I can't drink water. But like for me, it's not even really like the taste aside from like there is no taste because it's water. But like for me, 
personally, I just have a hard time drinking water because I like juice. Uh, if it's not coffee, it's juice. So that's my that's my hang up. I got to start drinking water. Stop being childish. Like, bitch, pick up a water bottle, drink you some damn water. You'll be OK. But yeah, that's one thing that I definitely have to change in my routine is drinking more water. Liking the show so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the follow or subscribe button now. And also head over to the Instagram and give us a follow at the Awkward Mom stage. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for all your support. Now back to the show. Some routines can be more successful than others. For me, when I put too many things on a schedule, it can be overwhelming. So the key is to make sure your routine works for you and it's something you're going to follow through on, you know, making sure it fits you. Routines are important because most of success is a result of small actions over long periods of time. It's not possible to rise up and, you know, rise to the top in a week unless you go viral on the Internet or something. But it's much easier for to have more exciting results with a more effective routine. If you think about the segments of your life that are repeated daily, like going to work, whether in home or in the office, there's, you know, getting ready for work, the first part of work, the last part of work, and then your evening routine. The segments of your day may not be, you know, work, so to speak. Maybe you're in grade school. Maybe you're about to go to college. Maybe you're already there. Whatever your routine, think of the things you have to do on a daily basis. You already have these as a routine, like you're already doing them kind of in a routine manner. So you just need to work the rest of like your goals and stuff into your daily routine so that way you you can achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve. You want to find a way to work everything that you're trying to get done into your routine in the day. When you think about developing a new habit or routine, a lot of times people automatically assume it's going to be some like time consuming, life altering. It's going to be something that they just it's very apparent, basically, like (laughs) it's going to be something that's going to be hard for them. But it's really just small things that are two to 30 minutes long in a day. The benefit of 30 minute routines over months and years is amazing. I mean, the benefit of two minute routines you know, over the course of months. And you, if you do something repetitively for a long period of time, you're usually going to have, you know, results, whether good or bad. It just depends on what it is that you're doing. But just like if you start going to the gym, guess what? You keep doing that six months down the road, you're going to be healthier. You're going to be happier in your, you know, shape, figure, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve from going to the gym. But basically, consistently, you know, doing something obviously is going to turn into a habit and then you can progress that into a life altering thing depending on again what it is that you're consistently doing consistently being on time prepared and spending your time intelligently and productively separates the successful from the average one thing that's constantly said is i don't have the time but realistically if you think about it when you say you can't spare the time you're already sparing the time You're already spending the time complaining about how you don't have the time. So you also already have routines. If you purposely construct your routine to make sense, it's going to be much more effective for you. 
The price of success is hard work, dedication to the job at hand, and the determination that whether we win or lose, we have applied the best of ourselves to the task at hand. Vince Lombardi. First things first in creating a routine that works for you is just that. Getting a routine that in fact works for you. A medical student isn't going to have the same routine as an office worker, just like a professional athlete wouldn't have the same routine as a professional gamer. Everyone has a different schedule or priorities, so a tailored routine is the best way to get where you're trying to be. If you aren't clear on your goals yet, then you need to take the time to give them some thought. If you break down your goals, then it will be easier to work towards because you can also see your progress, you know, as you're going through it. So let's start by breaking down your goals into four categories. I broke my goals down into four categories. So we're going to do health and fitness, finances, career, and relationships. You can also include any other categories or areas in your life that are important to you, but these are usually the main ones that people, you know, that's, these are the main things that people are trying to like change, fix, or whatever in their life. So let's break these down. For health and fitness, you want to write down your goals like, do you want to lose weight? Do you need to drop your blood pressure? Do you want to gain weight, build muscle? For me, my ultimate goal is weight gain, but I have to get physical again, like, period. (laughs) I have to get into the fitness groove again before I can, you know, skip to the weight gaining part. But my fitness has, like, been in the crapper for years. I bought a yoga mat from Target this year, though. So I plan on finding a yoga class I can take at home. Anyway, finding what your goals are will better help you achieve them in the long run. Then there's finances. Do you have a financial goal? Are you primarily interested in reducing your debt? Do you want to save for a house or a car? College? You want to write down all the things that you want to see change in your, you know, finances and then work towards that. Like break down your savings section, break down, you know, whatever debts, credit cards, whatever it is that you have that you're trying to pay off. For me, that's how I do it. I'll go into my planner because as a lot of people know, I make digital planning products as well. So I have a digital planner. In my digital planner, I have a finance section. I go in there. It has my monthly budget in it. It has what I'm saving for, what's in my savings account or what should be in my savings account (laughs) and like all of that. So like I put all of my finances, monthly bills, debts, all of that in my planner. I can sit there, look at it all, plan it all out, see what I've paid, see what I haven't paid, so on and so forth, and go from there. So basically, write everything down and then work towards that. Next, you have your career, which, you know, what's your ideal job and salary? Do you have the training and knowledge to accomplish, you know, whatever position it is you're trying to get into? Can you get there within your current company or job title? Do you want to be self-employed? Do you want to own a franchise? Like figure out what your career goals are, write them down, and then see where you are in your current career or job position or whatever. And then see where it is that you need to be in order to get where it is you're trying to be. Then finally, there's relationships. Are you happy in your current relationship? Are you single and looking to find the one? How are your friendships going? How are things between other family members and yourself? 
Are your work relationships going well? You want to write out your relationship goals and, you know, look at what you currently have versus what it is that you want. See if it's the same. If it's not, work out how you can fix that. That kind of sounded like a dating ad for a second, but I promise it wasn't. It's a part of the it's a part of the goals, guys. Once you get all your goals down and like out in front of you, then you can start to work them into a routine that works for you. You want to make sure you're developing routines around achieving your goals. Now that we know how to break down and assess our goals, let's look into some routines and how to figure out what works for you. Always be yourself, express yourself, have faith in yourself. Do not go out and look for a successful personality and duplicate it. Bruce Lee. So obviously, your daily routine is going to start in the morning. A morning routine is what we're going to start off with first. By now, we all know having a good morning routine kind of sets the rest of the day, sets the tone for the rest of the day. You wake up cranky. Usually you're cranky throughout the day. So I know when my morning starts off great, like the rest of the day just kind of like glides on by usually, like things just seem to go smoother when the morning is like, you know, right. But when my morning starts off like shit, then I can pretty much guarantee the rest of my day is going to be rocky in comparison. So I know for a fact that I have to get my morning routine right because if it's off, the rest of my day drags. Obviously, you know, I mean, for me, my morning kind of looks the same pretty much every morning. It's pretty a basic, it's pretty much a basic morning. Like, you know, I have to get up, I have to get ready, I have to get my kids ready, we have to get off school, you know, all that. So the your morning routine doesn't have to change drastically in order for you to get the things that it is in order for you to achieve what you're trying to achieve basically like you're just adding a few implements in there so like in your morning routine if you wake up and normally you just brush your teeth real quick splash some water on your face and you run out the door you're doing your hair and stuff in the car, wherever, like you want to try and add in as much stuff into your morning routine. So that way that's less stuff that you have to do when you're out of your house. Most mornings are haphazardly designed to allow for getting up late, you know, as waking up as late as possible and barely making it on time for whatever it is you have to do that day. Like clearly that doesn't make a successful start to the day when you're planning when you're already planning ways to wake up and start your day as late as possible. (laughs) So to have a success enhancing morning, the first thing you have to do is get up on time. (laughs) If you're routinely late or you hit the snooze button a million times, Kevin, I'm looking at you. Oh my God. I don't know if it's just my husband or what, but I swear that man will set an alarm and hit the damn snooze button 53 times before he actually gets up. He usually gets up right before I've come to terms with my prison sentence in my mind because I've murdered him for that damn alarm clock. I think my chances for an insanity plea will sure hold up in court, right? Anyway, the point is getting up on time will clearly start your day in the right direction. You need to start by making sure your alarm is somewhere that you either have to sit up and reach or you have to like get up to turn it off. If you're the type that will like reach and still hit that snooze button then maybe you should probably move it somewhere where you have to physically get up otherwise you know what's the point you want to make sure you're up in time enough to do everything that you need 
to do before starting your day for work, school, parenting, whatever. You want to give yourself plenty of time to complete your morning routine and setting your alarm appropriately is the best way to start. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. I really hope my like AC and stuff is not like loud in the back. For whatever reason, it's like sounds galore in my office. Like what is happening right now? Anyway, morning hygiene is the next thing. Are your grooming habits appropriate for your goals? Are you getting up in just enough time to brush your teeth and grab your stuff and run out the door? Like I said, I remember I used to literally have to get ready in the car or at work because my routine did not include any self-care time for me. I got up in time enough to get my kids to school, and then after that, it was worry about me later. But the days that I woke up earlier or I was awake earlier for whatever reason, I had plenty of time to do everything I wanted to do and sometimes some extra. So I also got places like, you know, earlier and all that. Sure, your current routine might be acceptable for your current position or whatever you're currently doing every day, but does your routine reflect the position of your dreams? When you read books, articles, when you listen to podcasts, etc., looking on Pinterest, scrolling on TikTok, doing whatever it is that you're doing, and they're talking about that person that you admire or the woman that you see is that girl or whatever you want to call them, do they have a routine like yours? Are they hitting the snooze button 17 times before they start the day? I don't think so. Do you want to avoid being that person that shaves every other day or refuses to give up that hairstyle that went out of style 15 years ago because you don't want to take the extra time? To make yourself look presentable, you want to brush your teeth and do your makeup and hair and get ready before you walk out the door, or would you like to get ready in the car like an influencer on a shoot every day? You want to make sure your morning routine has enough time in it to use the bathroom, brush your teeth, get your skincare routine going for the day, which my morning skincare routine is a lot less complicated than before. Like, I don't know why when I was younger, I feel like it's just, you know, trend, if you will. But having like a long skincare routine with like 48 products and like all this, like, is this stuff even really working? Like, calm yourself. You don't need that much like in the morning. A good skincare routine really doesn't consist of a lot of product, just good product, basically. Like product that works. That's that's what you want. Products that work. Doesn't really matter how much they cost or who they're by. As long as it works, that's what you need. Anyway, my morning, my skincare routine in the morning is very simple. I like rinse my face off. I don't even wash my face with like soap per se in the morning because I've already done my skincare routine the night before. So 
I'll usually, you know, um, rinse my face off with warm water, just get any night cream or anything off of my face, and then I will put sunscreen on. I have like, and for my face moisturizer, in my face moisturizer. So that's basically my skincare routine. Like, easy peasy. But I still did something in the morning to make myself, you know, look presentable. And then obviously, if I'm going somewhere or I need makeup on, then I'll do that. But even my makeup routine is pretty, you know, tame in comparison to what it used to be, which is hilarious because I have a lot more important stuff to do now as I get older than I did when I was younger. But like I was dressing like I was like the CEO back in the day. I don't know. Maybe I need to adopt that attitude. Maybe maybe I need to adopt that attitude again and then I'll be a CEO of, you know, a big company like I was dressing when I was 17. Anyway, make sure you have enough time to pull yourself together for the day it actually makes you feel, it actually makes me feel a lot more accomplished in the morning because I don't have to stress about whether I look presentable or I don't have to stress like if somebody knocks on the door unexpectedly or whatever, because I've had more than one neighbor or like person knock on my door unexpectedly in the morning and I'm looking crazy. Like, damn it. Like, who is this? I got to talk to him through the, <laughs> through the ring doorbell because I can't open the door because I look like Freddy Krueger. Like, you don't have to worry about that if you have a good morning routine. I don't have that extra stress of thinking, great, now I have to pull myself together, you know, for X, Y, Z, because it's already done. Once you've gotten dressed and you did your morning routine, then you want to move on to the next part of your morning. For me, in the morning, I like to meditate or like I will put on um, Headspace meditation show on Netflix. I'll put that on in the morning while I'm like cooking breakfast and getting stuff ready for the day. Because I like to meditate or take the time out to like say an affirmation or something to kind of bring some positivity in the morning. You don't have to have like some strenuous like journaling experience in the morning. Like, I feel like that's another reason why the that girl aesthetic kind of gets like a bad name because people are like, well, I don't want to journal <laughs> in the morning when I wake up. Don't like journal at night journal in the afternoon journal on your lunch break like pick a time that works for you because again your routine and your success is going to be tailored to you so you don't have to do things exactly the way that everyone else is doing them in order for your life to you know pan out the way you want it to you just have to make sure that you're taking the right measures and making sure that you're doing the things that you do need to get done. You know, you still want to make sure you're getting stuff done, but also don't stress yourself out thinking that you have to tailor your life exactly as you see it on TikTok or Pinterest or whatever you're looking at. But if the morning is, you know, a time that you want to journal, then that could be the thing that you do. But again, you don't have to do that. You can Watch something that makes you laugh, listen to a podcast, read if you have, you know, if that's something that you want to do. You don't, it doesn't have to be specific things, but you do want to do something that is bringing you some sort of positivity in the morning. You want to start your day with some sort of positivity. So for me, if I'll, I'll do like a meditation or an affirmation or whatever, because usually for me, journaling, I like to do at night. Like for me in the morning, me trying to collect my thoughts and get my thoughts together in the morning to write down, prompted or not, I don't want to journal in the morning. It just does not work for me and what I've got going on. 
So nighttime or evening time, you know, after everyone's settled and everything else, that's kind of my time to recoup, brain dump, and do all of that. So my morning routine does not consist of journaling. But when I do journal at night in my evening routine, then I like to, you know, write down anything that I want to accomplish, um, things that I'm grateful for, and review my goals and stuff like that. So you just want to sit down and reflect on some positivity for the day. You want to keep your mind focused on the prize by reviewing your goals, at least. Like, you can just kind of, like, read over them in the morning just to refresh your memory of what it is you're doing all this work for. You know what I'm saying? Then after you're done, your morning hygiene routine, you've manifested, meditated, you got your goals reviewed or whatever it is you want to do in the morning. And then you want to, you know, eat breakfast. For me, this is really hard. Even for my kids, we're not like huge wake up right away, ready to eat kind of people. So we're still kind of easing into the breakfast thing. We eat really small breakfasts, maybe like an egg, some toast or something in the morning. Um, I've never been like a huge breakfast in the morning kind of person. I don't know. Maybe I was as a kid, but as far back as I can remember, I would prefer to eat breakfast for dinner than breakfast for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I'm trying to at least incorporate, you know, some fruit, something like that in the morning for me. Um, my kids, I do like an egg, maybe some sausage, some fruit, uh, toast, just, you know, whatever random things that I can find that we all actually want to eat and consume. So that way we have something in our bodies to start the day. I definitely still have a love-hate relationship with breakfast though, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Once you've gotten your morning hygiene routine, we've manifested, meditated, ate our breakfast, and now You know, you just kind of want to double check everything, go over anything that you need to do for the day. Make sure you have all your supplies. Are you waking kids up to get them ready for school? Are they up? Are they dressed? Are their lunches ready? Are you ready for work? Do you have a meeting? Like you want to make sure that you have everything you need to start your day. So when you're heading out the door, you're just out the door. And then you want to take one last look in the mirror, you know, make sure everything's good. And then you know, go. Most of us have to get ready for work or something like several days a week or in a week. So, you know, optimizing your morning routine is a perfect way to make sure that your routine is supporting your objectives and your goals. Morning routines are definitely the most challenging to change, especially if you're stuck in a pandemic rut like myself, where your schedule just like completely went kaput. But with a really good schedule and routine, it's easier for you to outperform the person in the next cubicle, so to speak. If you arrive at work, show up in your business, show up to brunch on time, be present in class, or even just showing up at home with family matters a little better prepared, a little more energetic and cheerful, and looking your best, it's always a slight improvement in many areas that can easily make a huge difference. It's kind of like when they say, you know, like if you're depressed or if you're in a rut or whatever, or you when you since everyone's been working from home and everyone's literally living in sweatpants, they say like you know still get up and get dressed and like put an outfit on to make yourself feel better because I mean for me when I'm you know dressed like a scrub, I feel like a scrub most of the time. <laughs> so when I get dressed up, then you know it makes me feel a little better. I feel a little more 
accomplished, even if I haven't accomplished anything in that day. I think small changes over time will improve the likelihood of lasting change if you add like one thing to your morning routine until it becomes easier to perform. Again, repetition, consistency is key, people. So these are my tips for building your that girl morning routine. Y'all know I hate trendy names, but that's what it is. Please just keep in mind that everyone's different and it takes trial and error before you perfect your routine. No one has a perfect routine overnight. My routine still isn't perfect. This is not a Disney movie. It's it's not magic. Nobody's coming to save you in the last second. You've got to do the work yourself. And that means playing around with your routine until it sticks. Like, and it's working for you. I'm working on so much at the moment. I'm doing a brand overhaul for all my stuff. Blogging, podcasting, digital products. I'm taking the month of January to make sure all my ducks are in a row. I'm actually pre-recording this episode right now, you know, because again, this year, your girl's trying to be prepared. Next week, I'm going to be sharing how to create a work routine. Whether you're self-employed or you have a boss, making sure you have a great work routine kind of falls right into line with having a good morning routine. If you start your day off right, you want to continue on with having a good day, you know, and that means having a good work routine. I want to start ending the podcast with something positive though. So let's all think about something we're grateful for each week. Don't try and BS me with like, oh, I'm grateful for the sun or some stupid shit. Like be serious about it. For me, I actually really am grateful for my husband this week because I was like dying and he, you know, didn't put me out outside like I was literally bedridden for like three days so he definitely was the MVP he sure did like you know dad parenting while I was incapacitated but still like thanks boo for your effort all right y'all that's it for this episode I'm so excited to be back and for the podcast to be in season three I can't believe it As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for the support in the last two seasons. If you haven't already, please rate and leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode. Tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram. Share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I will reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. And if you've loved the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show this season, send me a DM or an email and let me know. I'm excited to see what this year has to offer and all the things I have planned. (laughs) All right, y'all. Until next week, always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.